Hello everyone, you're listening to Talks with Talia with your host Natalia. This is a podcast where each episode will be as if you and I are engaging in a conversation about wellness, philosophy, life updates, and everything in between. So grab a drink of choice and get comfortable. Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. It's your host Natalia. I hope you all have enjoyed your week. Uh, For me, this week has been pretty mundane, just doing normal things like working and daily routines. But by the time you're actually listening to this episode, I will be in New York City. So we can spend next week catching up about my adventure there. I am going for the long weekend, um, or my long weekend, I should say, half Friday through Sunday off. So I'm going to New York to spend time with friends and hang out with my boyfriend's family for Lunar New Year, and I'm really excited. So if you want to see more day-to-day content on what I'm doing in New York, I definitely recommend following my Instagram at underscore TalksWithTalia underscore to see all the daily content. But yeah, that's kind of how this week I've been feeling pretty good but like I said pretty mundane nothing really exciting or crazy but today's episode I wanted to talk about post-college and starting over so now that it's been six months since I graduated school uh, for those of you who are new to the show I graduated with my doctorate of pharmacy degree back in May of 2022 relocated and started a new job uh like May, June, 2020. So 2022, sorry. So yeah, that's just kind of where I've been for the past six months was living post-college life. And I wanted to share my experience because I think there's a really big transition that happens. And it's not a transition that's transparent. I don't think that you wake up one day and you're like, oh, okay, cool. No longer have to go to class, no longer have to study, like, this is life. You kind of gradually realize that your routines have changed or that your daily life has changed. Uh, even for me, with moving and starting a new job, it still was a gradual change of, you know, how I'm feeling and how I'm working on my goals and how I'm not working on my goals, which we'll get into. So I felt like this, uh, there was some attention on this transition that needed to I need to shed some light on that needed to be brought to the surface. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And so what I mean by newly graduated, even if you worked part-time during school, because I did, there is still a bigger transition that happens. So I'll bring it back to where I was in college and what I was doing and then what I have done since college, and we will compare the two. So in college, I was very booked and busy. I took an average of five classes and two labs every semester. I was always, we were always maxing out credits. So um, in pharmacy school, they put you on a strict regimen of what classes you need to take and when, and you're always maxed out of credits. So much so that some of your classes are worth zero to one or two credits instead of the average three credit. And some other classes are worth four credits. So It was just very interesting the way they set that up and kind of stressful because if you actually broke down your workload, 
it was about 24 credits a semester, but because of like the way they aligned it, it was 18 because that's how much your school will pay for. And now I'm going on a tangent, so I'm just not going to dive into that. But basically, yeah, was taking five classes and two labs every semester. I also was working part time as an int- as a technician and then eventually as an intern. And I was also going to school away from my family in a different state. So I would try and come back every so often on like weekends or breaks to, you know, see family and go to family events, stuff like that. When I was at school, I was also pretty involved in a lot of clubs and organizations. Some of them I was just like a member of. I didn't have any like what we called e-board positions, so I didn't have any you know, hierarchical positions in the club other than just being a general body member. But there were some clubs that I held e-board positions in as well. And on top of all that, I was still found time to go to workout classes, go to the gym, and hang out with friends. So this episode is not to brag about all I did in college, by the way. I want to juxtapose all of that that I just did with what I've been doing for the past six months, which was studying for my boards, working, going to the gym, and that was it. Like, I, and I felt like that was a lot. Like, I felt like I couldn't even keep up on top of that. I felt so stressed, more stressed than I was in pharmacy school. And in pharmacy school, I was doing a bajillion things that I just listed. So why was I feeling this way? And I was even more questioning why I was feeling this way because I thought it would be the opposite. I thought my college life was so crazy, so stressful, so like all over the place in terms of like everything I was doing. Adult life is going to be easy. Post-college life is going to be so easy. I'm only going to have to study for my boards and work. But let me tell you guys, this past six months humbled me because I would work and then be tired of working but then have to force myself to study and then be tired of studying I felt so burnt out and then after that like those two things I realized that I have to do tasks to keep myself alive like cooking working out getting good sleep so we're not even talking about seeing friends we're just talking about like the bare literally bare minimum to keep myself alive And I felt like that was the biggest chore. And so, you know, time went on. I pushed through that phase and I thought, okay, now that I'm licensed, it's really going to get easy because I just took out that huge stressful studying component. And now I just have to work at my job and pay bills and everything will be fine. This is where it even got more difficult. And I say this because... Freedom is both a gift and a curse. So once I realized I was free from studying, I was a slave to my thoughts. I had no idea what my next move was, what my goal should be other than to keep a job and eventually figure out what I wanted my career to look like. And everything became so overwhelming. And I was like, okay, I'll just need more discipline to decipher what I should do that day. And then... I can drown out the white noise of like what other people are telling me I should be doing. 
But instead of making a plan, I was not meeting my goals and then beating myself up and feeling guilty for not meeting said goals that I didn't have any action plan to go and do. And so I first, before I get into how I worked through that mindset and what I did to kind of set myself up for success this year in terms of more structure because the theme that I'm getting at is that there was a lack of true structure. I want to share some things that I was going through that I learned along the way so you can, if you are in this stage of your life, you can kind of empathize with them and realize that you're probably feeling these things and it's okay because you're not the only one. So first of all, It is okay to have days where you just lay down, watch YouTube or your favorite show and simply do nothing because there's nothing else that you want to do. I could not do this without feeling guilty because in college, I literally never sat down for a waking moment. I was constantly, there's just no time. I was constantly doing all these other things. You think I had time to like just sit down on Saturday and binge watch a show for four hours? No. So when I wanted to do that in my apartment, you know, on a Saturday when I'm not working and it's cold outside and there's nowhere for me, no desire for me to want to go anywhere, I would put on a show. But I felt so guilty doing it. So first of all, do not feel guilty. And I wish I had more advice on how not to feel guilty. Maybe stay tuned for a future podcast episode if I figure that out. But right now I've just been telling myself that We just don't feel guilty and we just try to work through feeling guilty and not feel it anymore, which is not the greatest advice, but that's where I'm at with that, guys. So I apologize. But going back to what I was saying, don't feel guilty for watching your show. However, don't make it a habit because then you're not going to do the things that you actually want to do. There is more goals that you have probably than binge watching your show. I need to make time for both, which we will talk about later in this episode. Number two, try new things, not to be good at them, but simply to see if you like them. If you're lost and you don't know what you want to do next in terms of personal goals or professional goals or anything like that, you've kind of just started a new phase in life, you started a new job, you're trying to acclimate to that, but what do you do outside of those, you know, 40-hour work weeks? You got to just start trying stuff like you can't just sit in your head and be like, okay, maybe I'll paint and then never paint or like, okay, maybe I'll, you know, learn a language and then never start learning the language. Like you have to just try new things and whether that's, you know, going on social media and looking at what other people are doing and saying, oh, I like that. Maybe you want to try it. Make a list. Set aside things that you just want to try and you're not trying them to you know, be an expert at them. You're just trying to see if you genuinely like doing that and genuinely want to make it a hobby. Number three, research never ends. Once you graduate school, especially, you know, if you don't need to go back to school, like you're done with school, you don't ever have to go back and for your career or you don't see yourself ever going back for your career right now you're still going to have to research things because now I'm always looking up different things um, out of curiosity or because it's needed for me to fulfill a certain goal. So for instance, um, yoga, right? I'm 
constantly looking up different poses or different, you know, yoga routines and kind of flows and trying to figure out which style of yoga I might want to get my certification in. Also, this podcast. I have absolutely no background in I don't even know the proper terms. That's how bad this is. But I was they have no background in like producing or editing or anything like that. Like I didn't go to school for any of this. So I'm constantly researching new editing tools, transitions, stuff like that. Like constantly just just the most randomness things that I wouldn't even think of. I just have to Google because I have no idea even what they are or how to do them. And that's something that you're kind of constantly be doing for the rest of your life. And that's a good thing because you're researching or you're looking stuff up to learn more and your brain is a muscle. So you want to constantly be using it. Number four, decision fatigue is a real thing. So when I was in college, I didn't have time to think about all the decisions I was making because I was just doing things and didn't have time like I just had so much structure so there wasn't any time to just like sit and like kind of talk myself out of things well once I settled into this post-college life I have to decide everything what my work days will look like what my off days will look like and who do I need to reach out to who do I need to make plans with And this is how I'm going to transition. So into the next part of this episode, which is talking about how to not get over decision fatigue, but how to actually create that structure again. So if we rewind back to when we were in college and despite anything that you were doing, even if you felt very autonomous and were making your own schedule, it's kind of half of a lie. Because your school schedule was decided for you. And what I mean by that is you might have made your school schedule as a whole, but you did not plan out each time of every specific class, meaning you didn't have a choice of when the exact class was, right? You were given a list to register for classes. These are the classes you wanted to take that semester. They were already preset times. You either had like a 9 a.m., a 1 p.m., whatever your time was, right? You had to select that choice and if there was any seats available in that class. And so that was already made for you. And you already knew the classes you had to have. So with that, like, first piece of the puzzle, you were able to kind of set the corner. So, like, when you're making a puzzle, you kind of do the perimeter and the corners first, and then you go in with all the the little um, inner pieces. So that pre-made classes, those were your corners and you kind of were just lining them up around the perimeter and getting a backbone structure. Then after that was done, you probably put in your work schedule and you had to fit in your work schedule, you know, in with these classes. So you knew you had class when you had class, you knew how long it was going to take you to get to class. You knew how long it was going to take you to get to work. So then you gave your boss your, if you're working part time, you gave your boss your work availability or vice versa. If your boss gave you a schedule, you had to work with that and make sure that it fit in and cohesively coincided with those classes. Right. So that's now the second part of the puzzle. Then you have all these random little pieces. Maybe it's your general body meetings for organizations that you're involved in. Maybe it's meeting professors for office hours, which, again, 
those times for those general body meetings and those office hours were probably pre-selected before you like you probably did not make the time of those office hours and those general body meetings you just had to make the decision of could you go or could you not go that week and then you'll throw in times like working out eating hanging out with friends those are all the little jagged loose pieces that go in to complete the puzzle and those you kind of can fit in anywhere when you have a half an hour block maybe in between classes you'll go get lunch with friends if you have you know two hour break maybe that's when you'll go to the gym and shower and then either go study or go to your next class but that was how you created your structure and or at least that was how I created my structure and it worked really really well for me so I kind of had to extrapolate that out and make that work for the stage of my life that I'm at right now so the only thing that is predetermined for me is my work schedule you know my job is set hours of operation, so there's set hours that pharmacists need to meet the, the demand. I work, you know, 40 hours a week, and this is my schedule. So my schedule gets sent to me. It's the same schedule. It rotates every two weeks. And so I know that, you know, four months out from now, it's going to still be the same. It's just going to be these every four weeks alternate. So what I did was I took that, I put that into my Google calendar and basically made it alternate like that. So that way, if I wanted to go plan out a vacation for four months from now, I could know which days I'm already off and which days I'm supposedly working. So that was set out. That was the easy part. Then from there, I started building you know, more of my, now that that perimeter was built out for me, I started going in and maybe doing, you know, the bottom section of the puzzle. And so for me, it was, okay, I know that I want to learn French or learn a language, like that's a goal of mine this year. I know that I want to read more. I know that I want to continue to go to the gym. And I know I want to start prepping for my yoga certification and finally, I want to continue to do this podcast. So those are five other things I need to fit in before, like after work or in between work or whenever I wasn't working. And so I ranked those by priority and by time. So what was going to take me the longest time? So reading, I probably want to do like 30 minutes a day on that. And journaling you know I want to make that a habit but that's like 10 to 15 minutes before I go to bed or whatever so those were things that were not ancillary but definitely things I could fit in in shorter time so they were lower priority for me major priority was working out and that takes about 45 minutes to an hour learning French which again takes about 45 minutes to an hour and working on this podcast which takes <laughs> a lot longer between recording, editing, uh, you know, making social stuff like that. So I took the podcast thing first and I set out a day that I was going to record my podcast and how long of a block I was going to do for that. Then I have another day set out for, you know, making all the socials and all the like secondary stuff that comes with the bulk of the podcast. And I slid those into the Google calendar and created time blocks for that. Then I wanted to work out. So I work out every day, regardless if I'm at work or not at work. So I needed to make sure it fit into my work schedule. And so I decided I like working out in the morning. 
I'm going to work out at 6 to 7 a.m. every single day. I do this even if I don't have work this way. On the days that I do have work, it's the same schedule for my brain and I can go to work on time. Then things like, you know, maybe painting or trying pottery classes or, you know, reading, stuff like that, I would just put in reminders and those are things that would change the time every day. So, for instance, today I did my French lesson before I recorded this podcast. Uh, Some days I will do my French lesson later in the day. It doesn't matter when I do that as long as I get that done because there's no hard time for that. And so once you've ranked in time slot, then you can start forward planning. And forward planning is, okay, with the free time I have now after I've integrated all of my goals into time blocks and added them into the Google Calendar, whatever organizational platform you're using. If you don't have one, though, I definitely recommend using Google Calendar because they have task options, reminder options, and actual event options and routine options. So I definitely recommend playing around with Google Calendar. You can get it on all of your devices and it's amazing, but I digress. So once I looked at the holes, quote unquote, in my schedule, these were things that I knew I wanted to start, you know, making time for friends. So then I would forward plan. I would reach out to friends and say like, hey, are you free X day at X time? I want to hang out. And if you have a specific thing in mind that you want to do, I would also send them the specific thing in mind that I wanted to do and ask them if they wanted to do that. And I know this sounds very, like, professional and maybe more, like, transactional, but this leads me into my last kind of thing that I was going through for the past six months. Plans become major commitments. You're not in class with your friends anymore. You're probably, unless you work with your coworkers, you're still, you know, working, so you can't, like, hang out with them freely at work. You're not, you know, sharing a room with your best friend where you have the same class schedule, you have the same kind of schedule. You're not across the, across the quad from your friends. So for me personally, I live two hours away from my family and four hours away from my friends, my, my, my college friends. So when we make plans, it becomes a bigger commitment. I can't just go over for dinner and spend like 30 minutes with them and then walk back. It's a real big commitment. And even if you make this plan like for next week and now you don't want to go, you've committed. You said yes to them. So you can't ditch, you know, you can't like ditch them on their plans. And this isn't a bad thing. This is just a fact of life. As you get older, as you get more priorities, you have to kind of schedule in time with friends because that's the only way you're going to actively see and actively keep these connections that you genuinely want to because one, having friends is super important. And two, I'm sure you enjoy spending time with your friends. I know that this weekend going to New York is something that I'm looking forward to because I planned it, you know, two two weeks ago, and I haven't seen my my college friends since like the summer. So, 
I know it seems very weird, but that's just kind of the reality. So you're going to have to kind of schedule in plans with friends. And that is kind of, you know, all the advice I have for you today regarding this. If you're ready to start, I want you to take a page. Um, If you have been a follower for the podcast for a while now, you know I'm obsessed with journaling, but I think take a page out of your journal. If you do journal, write down the list of things that you want to accomplish. Prioritize them and rank rank them by priority and time and then go ahead and start integrating and I hope that that will make your post-college life a lot more structured a lot more balanced and you can start attempting the things that you want to do so I will catch you guys in next week's episode and I am so thankful for every one of you who have listened to last week's episode. I had a way better turnout than I anticipated. I took like, I think a six month hiatus or even longer hiatus before posting that episode. So I would definitely did not think I was going to get as much engagement as I did. And I'm so thankful that you guys listen. Um, building a community is really important to me. So I'm really excited to see the community that we build in 2023. And with that, I hope you guys all have a wonderful weekend and I will talk to you next week.